Folks, to the Crypt, an official course feed podcast. And I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. And with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. And we got a good one for you folks. We are covering the Tim Burton, Michael Keaton Batman movie. Yes. In lieu of The Flash coming out next week, pretty much, yes. or actually this week, not to date ourselves, we are very excited about that. And we decided to have a nice, good old chit chat with you guys about. Michael Keaton and his Batman performances and the and both Tim Burton movies. Tex, which one of the two Tim Burton movies is your favorite? Ooh, okay. So, you know, uh so leading into this, uh I I really I really don't watch these like a lot. Like I don't mm-hmm. like when I rewatch Batman stuff, uh first of all, I really don't, to be honest. Like uh, Batman movies, I don't really I, I don't really have the desire to rewatch Batman. They're hefty, right? Yeah. They're a bit. Uh, they're, they're they're hefty. They're a little bit um, super in depth sometimes to so just kind of jump in. You yeah, know? like if I rewatch anything, it'll be like the Justice League cartoon, you know, which is like Agreed. yeah, which yeah. is some Batman and like you know. But so so watching these again for the first like it's honestly the first time in a while that I've seen the whole thing through, like either or. You know, usually when I see them, it's like you know I'll see it on like TBS. Or like, like yes. they played a they play them a lot because of course it's Batman right they played on Cartoon Network all the time they literally just played on Cartoon Network like the other day so rewatching these like for the first time whole in a long time I think it's literally been since I was a kid it's so funny like seeing this in this way. You know, I saw, like, I'm noticing things I didn't notice before. You know, I'm yeah. like, I'm catching jokes that I didn't catch before. I'm catching little hiccups that I didn't notice either before, you know. So this is all to say that Returns is by far the better one, which mm-hmm. which makes a lot of sense. It's the sequel, right? It's, you know, yeah. Tim Burton figured out his, his vision for the Batman universe by that point. You know, he was able to kind of play around with it more and insert more of those things that we know Tim Burton for, you know, and it, yeah. it wasn't just like a, a comic adaptation. It was also like, yeah, it was a comic book adaptation, but like there were new ideas, you know, like, oh, yeah. this is different from what the penguin was at the time. This is different. Yeah. From what, it was legit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was a, um, a Tim Burton creation. He definitely, um, used all his ideas and creativity to kind of morph Gotham and this Batman world to his Tim Burton universe. And we all know that the, the, the quintessential Tim Burton kind of, um, you know, looks. Um, and in, in Returns, we see a lot more than uh, there than in 89. A lot of people, though, are biased uh, to, to the rogues gallery, right? A lot of people are like, oh, Jack Nicholson as yeah. Joker is the best and blah, blah, blah. But honestly, dude, after watching both of them um, in back-to-back days, I have to say, like, Michelle Pfeiffer, out of all three yeah, villains in the first two, she- Michelle Pfeiffer absolutely fucking kills it. Yeah, dude. like, it's such a strong performance that, like, 
I, I don't even know. To this day, I'm still kind of like, wow, like she kind of like, she kind of really knocked it out of the park first time around, yeah, he, right? Like she, he's ledgered that shit, yeah, right? Yeah. Where it's, you know, it's like no wonder like all the other Catwomans we've seen, like Halle Bailey or Halle Berry. <laughs> so I'm still thinking about Little Mermaid that we saw. <laughs> Little Mermaid. Yeah. <laughs> Halle Berry, Anne Hathaway, uh, even Zoe Kravitz, who was like a new take on Catwoman, right? But like, yeah. this is kind of like, Wow, you know, and yeah, it's not very comic booky either because she's so like it's comic booky in the sense that it's so like elevated, exaggerated, but like she's also yeah. very Tim Burton and the fact she like yeah, patched agreed. up her leather and like she did a whole thing where she kind of where she's losing her mind uh, a little bit. That scene, yeah, is absolutely just bananas good. Yeah, like she's just like downward spiraling in her apartment. Like, she just got thrown off a fucking, like, you know, like, building yeah, pretty much, right? she's doing stuff that, that doesn't make sense in the moment, like, in terms of destruction. Because yeah. it's not just destruction either. She's, like... It's senseless destruction, too, and spray painting yeah, shit and like, just fucking drinking milk. It's and nonsense. Like, <laughs> like, it's it's a nonsense yeah. kind of destruction. Like, it's so, it's so cool to watch because it's, like... The Shell Pfeiffer's killing it, but it's also, like, set design, too, of, like, the hello mm-hmm. there turns into hell here or whatever. Like, yeah. it's just – that's just fun stuff. And at the same time, you see the cats start coming in. Very, very, like, Tim Burton-y in the fact that, like, she turns into a monster. You know, it's not like yeah. a – you know, it, it's not like – that's the other thing with Keaton's Batman, too, in these, in these movies. Like, he is treated like a monster. You know, like, if, if you look back at 89, you know, mm-hmm. you see him obscured with, like, smoke. And, of course, yeah. it's it's tough watching it with modern eyes because you're like, okay, you know, you look at some of the like the way they pull these, these things off. And it's like, wow, yeah. I'm sure that was fine in 89. But to me, I'm like, seeing him slowly getting pulled up is still kind of funny to me. You know? Yeah. He's like, shh. <laughs> he flies up and he glides upward pretty much. Yeah. And it's just um, like a slow, like, yeah. They, they really yeah, yeah <laughs> that's really all that batman really did was a lot of gliding and you know kicking but yeah it's um michael keaton as batman what what's your take on that text in terms of all the batman we're not here to compare them right right we're just here to talk about michael keaton right so now. like um what makes him special as batman so he's got a really good bruce wayne that's the thing. Yes, I, I, agreed. I do. I really like his Bruce Wayne. And that's why, that's why ultimately when you get to like the climax of returns and he like takes his mask off and he gets to be, Michael, He's good. Yeah, he gets to be Michael Keaton. And it's like, yeah, like there's your, there's your million dollar star. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, there he is. Yeah. And, then like, and, then, and that scene alone is just so powerful too. Yeah. Where he's like, yo, you know, Selena, like, you know, it's me, you know, like it's Bruce. And then you have Christopher Walken, by the way, such a gem in this movie. He just like oh, he knows what his yeah, role he's is. He's having a great time. Like this, yeah, <laughs> yeah, as this little foil villain there. That, like, I love the line where um where Pfeiffer is like, "Oh, I want your blood," and he's like, "What blood? I gave blood in the office." You know, so that was great. But like um that scene at the end there is just. I think peak Burton. Um, yes. I I haven't. I'm not as big a Burton fan as many uh, of you folks are um, are out there. Um, but I think this is like one of the most successfully emotional scenes he's put up. My favorite Burton movie, by the way, is is Big Fish. If I had to pick one, really? Big Fish is my favorite Burton movie. So it's it's different from any other Burton movie. Um, it's not as dark or anything like that. Um, but it's 
very well written. The dialogue is fantastic in the movie. The characters are great. Um, and this is what Batman Returns is. Like he's he's writing just to write. He's not writing to try and fill up his Tim Burton universe. You know what I mean? He 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 made the movie to make a movie. You know what I mean? He he made this story. He's like, I want to tell this story. And yeah, he sprinkled in his Tim Burton stuff here and there, but he successfully told this wild story, right? Because like Returns is fucking crazy in comparison to yeah, 89, then, where it was yes. just Batman and this mafia guy, which is just Joker. Yes, right. And um, yeah, like it's so it's so expanded upon, right? Like you're you're so right. Like the world changed in Returns. Like yeah. the world is so much more comic booky. It's almost yes. like it's almost like yeah, Batman 89 was the test run, right? It's like yes. yeah, like. Mm-hmm. You get like watching it. It's it seems so small pennies in comparison to what we see now. But it's also Great like point. back then that was huge, yeah. right? Like the stuff that, that he was able to pull off in in this movie, right? Like in yeah. in eighty nine, that car scene alone. Yes, the car scene alone he did, where you know the car's being controlled by the penguin. Like that's all practical stuff. This is why it looks the way it does, and we have to kind of just. Look at it back with 90s eyes. You know what I mean? Because now it kind of just like looks a little bit subpar because of just how we're used to everything looking better. But they did a heck of a job with all that practical but yeah, stuff, man. Like, even then, I wouldn't say Returns looks bad either. Like, it, it's, no, it was really no, only 89. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, back then, it's like, holy shit, man. I know. And even they, then, like, why? I still think it aged well. Like, in terms of the practical Agreed. stuff. Like, especially yes, when, yes, you can, I do agree. when you compare it to 89, you see the age. Yes, right? great point. I was going to say returns um, stands the test of time more than 89. Yeah, because in 89, um, you see it, it, you see the age of the green screen stuff. You see like the yeah, – Yeah, you see the age of the green screen, but also the story is very like – it's just um, – it's – it's very out there, and with the balloons, and then Batman cutting the balloons yeah. with the freaking with the Batwing, yeah, and, and then, then like, and, then, uh, and he, like the big old gun that Joker pulls yeah, out, like you know what I mean? Some of the lines, and then Prince, like yeah. Prince with the with the soundtrack, you know. So it's yeah, very party, out there in party terms man, of um, yeah, that party man scene party man. was the like I I was like I was watching. I'm like, man, I can't believe this got past me back then you know i'm like yo this <laughs> i was like this is rough oh, but yeah we were all we were just excited about the action figures we were yeah. gonna get you know so and you know and it, it's it's tough because you know when you see 89 in retrospect right you're like yeah like he did all this and batman's the reason we have comic book movies today like straight up like yeah you can credit like older yeah. older pulp films like for the phantom and stuff like that lone ranger all that stuff but the batman's the reason why we we still have movies you know like batman yeah batman and blade <laughs> i mean blade is what yeah. got it into the modern era but batman's yeah. what got the idea out there you know like batman is like okay batman works Let's see where this goes. And it's tough though, because as as the history of that franchise went on, yeah, um, yeah, it almost crashed everything harder and harder. Yeah, Yeah, it made it harder (laughs) and harder to make those movies. This is why I say Blade, because you know it kind of was like, oh, we can do this again, but more mature, and it's okay. Um, Because after when Joel Schumacher came along. I like Batman Forever, um, but Batman and Robin is a little egregious in yeah, my opinion. Blade, it's way too campy, way too Adam West for a movie. Yeah, you know? Blade got us into the um, 2000s. But, yeah. Like, it Blade got us yeah, like, into the next, this is where superhero movies could be, you know? Yeah. And, yep. and yep. so, yeah, like looking back on Batman, you see those rougher edges, and I'm like, man, and you see some of the dialogue too. Like, uh, I'm sure back then it was cool. Like, you, you dance with the devil in the pale moonlight. Um, like, in my head, I'm like, yo, yeah. Yeah, this is a comic book movie, but also like the 
that's not a line. That line. Yeah, I'm like, that's, it's such a writer's yeah. line, right? I'm like, oh my God, this looks great on paper, yeah, right? Like, <laughs> and you hear, you hear Jack Nicholson say it and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, this is. Which, by the way, speaking of Jack Nicholson, right? After seeing this again, I, I am wholeheartedly in the. In the thought process of Heath Ledger is by far the best Joker in the Batman universe. Yeah, like I, I yeah. agree. Um, yeah, his Joker, like yes, it was good in terms of that Joker thing, but man, like it wasn't as good as I thought it was. Man, yeah, um, I, I don't know if it's, it's because and also back and, then, and also he's not on screen as Joker, 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 full fucking purple makeup and shit for that long. Yeah. You know, you really get him at the end when, you know, in the church sequence pretty much and the parade. I wonder if it's because he only had Cesar Romero to work off of, you know, from the, from the Batman show. You know, to like to like yeah, give him I mean, inspiration. Even he he based it off the Laughing Mad movie, yeah, you know, so, that that came out a long time ago. So I'm I'm just really surprised. Like it's wild how as kids we're like, Oh my god, this was the best thing ever. But and but then yeah, you when, watch it in full and you're like, Wow. When yeah. Ledger comes out, it, it was actually a credible debate. And then we watched it and people were going fucking hardcore on this debate but then you i'm like wait have you seen this thing recently like heath ledger knocks this thing uh, so far out of the ballpark that it's not even comparable in my yeah, opinion yeah and um and this is why pfeiffer stands out so much even danny devito did a fantastic yeah, job even, as the penguin even though too, it, it now in retrospect with like looking at it with future vision right you're like yeah this is frank reynolds from always sunny <laughs> <laughs> Throw me in a <laughs> <laughs> the, it, listen, that last scene yeah. when he was just kind of dying and stuff. Somebody throw me in a Yo, That's exactly what I thought Yo. about. I was like, oh my God, he just had a, a, a fucking bite of that snake Dude, sandwich. You know it's so funny? Uh, small detour. Uh, the new Always Season, uh, Always Sunny season started, right? And one of the, like, Frank, one of the Frank episodes already, we've already gotten a great Frank moment, right? Uh, oh, okay, so, yeah, that. he's at the beach and he thinks that Dee and Dennis are going to kill him, right? So he's like, he goes, yeah, when you do it, just like, throw me in the ocean, you know, let let the sharks take me, or y- you can leave me here at the beach, let it be gruesome for the kids. <laughs> like, I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm just like, man, like, Danny Vito just gets it, you know what I mean? But so I was thinking of that while watching his penguin and like Yes, you know. me too. And, yo, and his, you know what's funny about that about that last scene? As a little kid, yeah. right? Like before I was like before my brain was like like fully formed destroyed. Right? Yeah. Destroyed by media, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> um like I was very sentimental in that scene as a kid. Yeah. Like when he died he's, and the penguins he's... like lured them down. Even now, even now, like I still felt it. I'm like, damn, like that's um it's like that that funeral march, that send off. Yeah, it's very he had, emotional. He had a terrible life. His, his parents he threw he, he him really in an did. icy river to kill him when he was a baby just because he was like born different. And then he had yeah, he, because he was deformed yeah, and everything. He grew yeah. up in the sewers. Like when you when you look at the origin story, you look at him and he comes out and you're like, Yeah, I totally get why this guy's like like having such a beef with the up the outside world you know but and that's that's just more that makes returns better in terms of like that and the the acting caliber is just much better because like um you know yeah. in 89 Hands down. in 89 his main love interest is uh vicky vale performed by uh vicky vale. performed by um 
Oh, Kim Basinger. Yes, I totally blanked out her name. Who my mom was like, she's always screaming too much. She's always screaming too yes. much. That's what my mom related Batman with, just a screaming woman all yes. the time. And that's the thing. Like, it's like it, it's so like whack in comparison to Returns because well, it's like, yo, because she. I mean, you got to understand the the time, right? It was eighty nine. Yeah, she was. She just came out. You know, she just did like what a, 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 a half yeah, weeks, like, right? With I totally with Mickey Rourke. Well, not yeah, a half weeks. Eight and a half, nine and yeah, a half. I totally get why she's in there. She's the blonde yeah. bombshell. She's like, yo, super gorgeous. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, as you were going to say, there's not much to Vicky Vale at yeah. all. Like, there's no substance here. And then in returns, we get the complete opposite. We, we, we get a love interest in Selena Kyle, who is so fully formed and developed as this antagonist character that it's just hands down. Like, and then Batman just. Oh, like him and that dynamic they Yo, had, just so, so good. So speaking of Michael Keaton's Batman, right? It's so funny that like part of his characterization is that he falls for people really quickly. Like he falls for the women in his life super. Like he's dating them like instantly. He's like, oh yeah, they're my girlfriends. Like after after just he meeting has them. issues. Yes. He has issues, as Sigmund Freud yeah, would say, like, right? Uh, he has a lot of issues with relationships, yeah, so that kind of makes sense. Yeah, you know? It's just a funny thing, like, looking back on them both, yeah. that it's like, immediately he's like, oh, yeah, I'm planning my life with you kind of thing, right? It's it's, it's like, Vicky, let's get married. Let's have children. Yeah. It's like, hey, Selena, let's get married. Let's have yeah. children. You try to kill me, but come on, let's go have some yeah, babies. Selena, he's like, <laughs> you know, he's already like, yeah, she's my girlfriend and all that stuff. Like, dude, you went on one date in the span of this movie, right? Like, you just talked to her. You know what, too? Like... What's disappointing about that? I mean, too, I get like it. The fact that Michelle that, like, Pfeiffer, right? I mean, yeah, duh, oh, uh, duh. <laughs> I will go to the end of the earth for you, that woman. But I would um, happily but, yeah, take but, that, like, that shocking kiss at the end. You know what I mean? I would happily do that. Yeah, what a way to go. Oh. You know, um, but yeah, but like I was gonna say, um, it's so d- different now. How Batman? You know what though? Not really. Like. Uh, I would like to see a Batman that doesn't have a love interest. Yeah, because even the Batman, the three-hour one we just got. Yeah, he, even the Batman, even Dark Knight. Yeah. You know, Dark Knight has fucking Rachel and Catwoman. This fucking guy has two versions of Rachel. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? He has two versions of yeah. Rachel and he has a fucking Catwoman, you know? Yeah. So um, that's one thing in a Batman movie I would l- like to see. Um, or do the – either uh, that – A non-love interest. Either that or do the full Talia the Tali al Ghul where he has a kid with and stuff. It, they tried that in Rises though, man, to a very poor execution. Well, yeah, because um, she was a villain or whatever, but I think in this new one, they are planning to do the whole Tali al Ghul thing with, uh, with his son and all that stuff. As they yeah. should, because it's one of the most compelling Batman stories there I is mean, to tell, um, especially with that relationship with Ra's al Ghul, yeah. right? How he's like, it's a very father-son relationship so, there. But with the Keaton stuff, uh, it's funny like watching this for the flag because you know you get the you want to get nuts let's get nuts line and the scene itself is so clunky in 89 because he yes. just kind of he goes from one to a hundred like immediately right he's like you want to get nuts yeah. and i'm like yo you yeah. even try to it get comes nuts out of nowhere <laughs> and, and seems out of character for bruce yeah. wayne too right because he's such a cool and calm collected character throughout both movies as bruce yeah. wayne and then all of a sudden he kind of flips the switch but i'm thinking obviously that's because he knew who the joker was he yeah. knew what he was dealing with so in order that to kind of his, distract that was maybe, his plan you know? yeah it, it was yeah. His plan to be shot and be like, okay, this takes Bruce Wayne off the board, kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But even then, though, it is a it is a clunky scene. You're absolutely right. But '89 itself is clunky. Yeah, there's so um, much of that movie even, that's like rough, man. Rough edges. Yeah, even the last sequence in the church, man. Um, it's uh, it's 
it's tough, man. It's it's tough to watch too when he when when uh, Vicky Vale is dancing with Joker and she has to like kiss him around yeah. and stuff like that. You know, like um, it doesn't play out that well. Again, like we watched this back when we were little kids. I must have been freaking five when I saw '89, being that um, I was probably four when it came out. But like, you fall in love with this Batman character so yeah, you much just like that Batman. You, you know, yeah. You just like Batman, and then but then just watching it now, you realize how fall you know how flawed eighty nine yeah, really is. Yeah, because there's a random um, fight with the, all the quirks. A, a sword goon, yeah. you know, he's got like a, a like. Yeah, he's a like, ching ching ching. He's got like, and then he punches him, and the guy flips yeah. around like he just hit him with an yeah, uppercut. And you know, just like, oh, but, um, but when you see that compared to Returns, right, where like Returns like was Burton figuring it out, you know, and had like a more cohesive package throughout the thing yeah. where like all the characters tied into one another all the villains had their own thing the only thing i would say is clunky in returns is that catwoman and penguin working together for a little bit and then catwoman was like she's like she felt so betrayed i'm like well what did you expect i don't uh, that was yeah yeah, that, um, yeah. yeah um it, yes i agree um but it was I'm glad it was just such a small amount of time. Too. Right. Like, I'm glad they turned on each other pretty quickly. You know, I do like the scene where they're talking to each other and they each attack each other's pet. You know, right. um, uh, the cat and the bird. I think that's a, um, a very classic Batman scene in terms of comic book, right. you know, um, to, to have those villains kind of go at each other like that. But I, uh, yeah, you're right as well. That is a very clunky thing. And then um, but I, I guess it gives Pfeiffer another kind of. You know, um, yeah, because because what uh, was her plan? Bone to pick, you know, what was her plan in in that whole thing? Like what ultimately what was her plan? And that that's my only thing is like in terms of like comic book logic. I'm like, what 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 were you trying to get out of this? You know, and yeah, because because he was well, he was trying to run for mayor. But it's like, hey, like you're Catwoman. What do you like? And it's not and it's not like you're just like Selena Kyle. You can't just go back to being Selena Kyle because her version of Selena is just also unhinged, yeah. you know, like even when she's like not in, in, in her full garb. Of, yeah. Of when she, when she goes another. back to work after being killed, you know, she's still, she's crazy. She's, she's still a, got she's like a, the little crazy woman. She still have like a cut on her face or something. Yeah. She has a little band in the cut yeah. there and her fit and her face looks a little pale. Yeah. Like, I love her demeanor change completely, you know, and her look. She had a swagger about her. Like, she completely unhinged. So that's a great point. Like, what was she going to do in this Penguin's plan? Because, honestly, the whole thing is Penguin's plan. Yeah. Um, it, it, it just so happens that Selena and, uh, and Catwoman, this person and character struck a chord with Batman Bruce Wayne that, you know, for sure – um, was deeper than what the, the, the what the penguin story was going to tell. Yeah, so, that's I think that's what it is because it's like it, it was a clunky way of incorporating her into the story, you know, into the main plot yeah. you know, instead of like because she was just a thing also happening at the same time. You know, it, yeah, a good comparison text could be to the Batman movie where we had the same kind of scenario where Selena um interacts with the penguin character Colin Farrell's penguin. Right. right? Yeah. Um, great. Point. We have that kind of interaction, so I kind of like they definitely figured out how to how to tie that in better in the Batman where she works at this club where the penguin you know is and all this stuff like that. So that plays out a whole lot better than it does um, here in Returns. Um, but like I said, it is for a small amount of time, but it does serve to give Selena more of um, more hate, right? More anger towards men. Yeah. You know, it's like the penguin fucked me up. You fucked me up. You know, this guy threw me off a building. Like, fuck you guys, you know? Um, so it does give her like another notch on her, on her belt in terms of um, 
conflicts. So I guess that's why they did it. But it is a very it was a very awkward kind of um, relationship at yeah. first because it, it came out of and nowhere. There's, it, there's a lot of yeah. awkward 90s stuff, too, with like the a lot of the, uh, you know, stuff that doesn't age well in, in today's time. No, yeah, there's of, a like, lot of uh, like, uh, there's yeah. a lot of like uh, in Catwoman's case, it's part of the character. It's like, you know, uh, that they they objectify her, right? Like even the security guards, Big time. even the security oh, guards who like God, who happen upon her, like, oh, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind be whipped by her or whatever they say, like something like that. Yeah, it's, dude, that was very inappropriate. Yeah, and and like, also like when when uh, um, this guy forgets his speech, he was like, oh, remind me to take it out on what's her yeah, face. It, Remember? Yeah, and like I was like, damn, dude, no wonder she wants to kill you. Yeah, fucks. and it's great because it's part of her story. But there's there's a lot of that too with like the the woman that gets thrown off the building and killed you know at like um yeah yeah, it, yeah the, the 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 model lady what is it? i forget yeah the model who turns on the christmas yes tree yes yeah, yeah her whole thing uh you know but it was cool that she was also like it's like instantly trusting a batman too like so that's the other thing uh, about Keaton's Batman and about Burton's world with Batman. Uh, what I liked in 89 was that at the end, the whole city was just like, yo, let's, let's put all our faith in Batman. He saved us. And like, even the police yeah. were like yeah. instantly like, oh, like the press. He gave us a signal. Yeah. They were like, how do we call him? And they put the signal on. Right. And so when you get into returns, it's a cool, like first reintroduction to Batman. Right. With like the signal yeah. and then Keaton turning around and like, yeah, yeah because because in uh in in burton's world and even in schumacher's world yeah. right batman is a hero yeah. like ha- hands down hero you rarely even hear the word vigilante you probably just hear it because they have to throw yeah, it in there con- as yeah, just yeah. a description police, right the police work with him the fucking people love yeah. him like i i yeah. do appreciate um, that so, about these uh, movies like i yeah yeah it's a very it's a very like batman doesn't have to fear of the cops having to shoot him yes. as well like in the in the nolan universe and and now in this um uh the batman universe i forgot who the director was but um but yeah that's a great point um because it made it that's what made it so cool for us right as yeah. kids text because we had this hero here because batman was my guy it's like yeah superman was great but batman was my right. guy like we, we we didn't get um superman during our time that was a christopher reeve superman and that was before our time that was in the 70s and the early 80s and stuff like that so our hero as a kid our superhero um was batman like we we didn't have like unless you were a big comic book kid you know you, like you had your favorites in marvel and stuff like that but if you didn't buy a lot of comic books and even if you did batman and the iteration we got in 89 and then in returns a couple of years later what was it in, in 92 i think it came out mm-hmm. right we we got this very marketable, very positive view of this dark night that isn't really painted today. Like today, they always want to make them um, like Either this more brooding um, anti-hero yeah, against all odds kind of thing. Like more brooding, more that, and you never really got that with this with Keaton's Batman either. It's like, yeah, like he he had the look of brooding when he was looking at a TV, right. but then he was like looking strong. They left Alfred. But, can I get a hot? But dog? yeah, you know I mean? and then you get little goofy scenes like that, right? Where he's like eating the soup, and he's like, "It's cold." And he like spits it out a little yeah. bit, and then like, but then is an Alfred like, "Oh, it's gazpacho." Yeah, or some shit, right? like, it's supposed to be cold. He's just like, <laughs> it's supposed to and be he's cold. like, "All right," and he just keeps eating it, right? Like it's stuff like that where it's like you get these little bits of personality. You get the fact that he falls in love with women super quickly. You get the fact that he he walks into that crime alley all the time to pay tribute to his parents in the middle of the day, right? Yeah. It's like, 
it's stuff like that where it's like you he's not very you know he's not the dark and broody batman that we get years later he's yeah he's just a dude in a costume he's just trying to do right you know yeah and like and this is why it, it was such a thing for keaton to be bruce wayne slash batman because he was he came from the comedy world yeah. right and they were like oh this comedian guy can't can't do this but then like the quintessential batman Bruce Wayne face came from Michael yeah. Keaton, you know, that brooding with the angled eyebrows and stuff like that, always looking pensive. Like he was able to fucking just do work on that role and, and make it his own. And kudos to him. This is why he's reprising his role again in the flash coming out this week. Yeah, right? I mean, because, well, because he was that we're recording good. this before we see the flash. So I'm hoping that that works out for him. Like it's a good return for him, but yeah. like, yeah, I am but that. seeing this here. It's like, yo, I'm, like yeah you were really good bruce wayne i'm not sure about batman yet when you compare him to the others but like at the same time he gets some really good moments in re- just in returns yeah, alone he right does. yeah he does yeah. he does he does um but but like um in terms of like bruce wayne actors and stuff like that like my favorite's bale like i think bale through and through it like embodied the bruce wayne while character, we're on that bale is my favorite like he he's well i was gonna say favorite batman but ben affleck's pretty close in terms of like favorite batmans you know right? what though ben affleck hasn't had enough time yeah. he hasn't had a solo movie so we can't really um yeah he hasn't a solo yeah, movie would, you can't really call it i would say all that i would shit. say bale's batman is is better than his his bruce wayne because his bruce wayne gives me like like well that's the darker sides of bruce wayne right where it's like you know he he's just on edge just a little bit all the time and i love uh, you know as much as people make fun of the batman voice me too but hey man yeah it, I, I grew to love it i actually hey grew man, to love I it because it made it. sense yeah. when, when he had an interview he was like you know i'm putting on this bat suit well how do you want me to yeah, sound yeah. you know like myself yeah. you know like my old english self <laughs> like you know oh governor stop right yeah, there was, you know like yeah. it's, it's not gonna work out like that so um but that being said um keen was able to kind of keep his own yeah. voice and then and then downtone it a little bit to give you that that brooding um bruce wayne but uh, we will have a conversation next month probably about bale and nolan yeah, and gonna, um we're and gonna that keep batman on trilogy. this batman train everybody yeah. so hope um, because enjoy. it's it's definitely worth talking about um there's a lot a, a lot to you know to mine out of those movies and a lot of good conversations a lot of good characters yeah. um just like we spoke about uh, just now with batman 89 and batman returns there was a lot of good characters especially in returns um burton for sure solidified how to make the movie yeah. right i'm just um i'm curious as to what the third one was going to be because i know they had o- offered him um a money to make a trilogy but i think he declined i'm curious what way he would have gone I, know. I don't even know like uh i don't that's the thing it's returns also felt like the end it feels it, yes great point it feels final yeah. right it, it feels like a finality there where it's like you can just leave it there and then everything else can just be to the imagination and what happens yeah, after, it's like, right? And it's one of those and Bruce's event like and Batman's adventures will continue and you're just like, yeah. okay, you know, Batman will return. Yeah. You know what I mean, <laughs> and yeah, because you know, on top of that, Batman Returns is a Christmas movie. I know people like like to say that, oh, about Die Hard or whatever. Yeah, but, that's a great point. But my, man. my thing with Christmas movies, just a little, uh, little dig in there with that debate, right? So, I like to test it on, uh, so the Arnold quote from Jingle All the Way is, where's your Christmas spirit? So this, that's how I test these movies. It's like, where is the Christmas spirit? You know, cause it's one thing to be like, oh, well, it's set on Christmas or whatever, but no, like, if it's about the Christmas spirit, 
And this movie is like it's straight up. It's about the holiday. There's a Christmas tree lighting. Yeah. There's people shopping with gifts. It's very much in your face Christmas yeah. time, right? Like Die Hard, which um, you know, I don't think it's a Christmas movie. I don't think movie, so but, either. Um, it just happens to. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, but you're absolutely right, Sex. That's a great way to end this conversation. Batman Returns does feel like like a finale. Um, if they stop making Batman yeah. movies after that it would have been a successful yeah. ending to that. Um, but then we got Batman forever. And then we got that nonsense with Joel Schumacher down the line. But, um, but just wrapping this all up, in my opinion, Michael Keaton definitely deserves all the kudos he gets because he was able to bring this comic book character to life that many people thought was just going to be ridiculous on screen. Right. right. They were like, Batman, are you kidding me? Tim Burton, are you kidding me? And then look how successful it's been, man. It's been freaking 30 plus years. And like, you know, it's still, held to this day for a lot of people one of you know the best batman movies to them it's not it's not to me but um but i understand it because hey if, without it we wouldn't be where we are at in the batman you know timeline right, right now right. you know uh, and with that being said uh M- michael keaton as well um i do hope his interpretation I of mean, the um in the flash, in the flash. We'll, you know we'll, like i said we are you know you're listening to this hopefully before the flash everybody but at the same time we're also recording this way before we've seen it so you know like yeah i actually i, I actually watched it tonight uh amc had some like crazy early bird like large format screenings around yeah, the country yeah. and only so, a select number so of buddies at home it, so. if you're listening to this and you're keeping up with the the corpse feed feed then you'll you'll hear our flash review after this so this is all to say mm-hmm. that like hopefully it works out like i'm you know i'm glad he's back i'm glad he got to put on the suit again i'm glad he got go to a, uh, he got into a real bat cave because apparently they made a real one yeah. for him for his big return That's so awesome. like it makes a lot of sense because when you look at the burton stuff you're like oh that's all practical like it's all like yeah, yeah. like uh, yeah it's all small set yeah, stuff you yeah, know what i mean like, yeah totally for sure like, it's it's funny too like just a, one last thing of like seeing retro technology being used as like a in a, in a oh, futuristic yeah, yeah. way quote unquote like you know when he's uh, in 89 where he's got the mirror and he had the cameras behind it they're all like the old boxy cameras but back then we would have yeah. looked at it going oh yeah that's rad you know <laughs> Like, oh man, he's definitely up in the in the latest surveillance yeah, tech. Yeah, exactly. Like, yo, it's like, yeah, that's a billionaire surveillance tech right there. But it's like, like it's old boxy cameras, and like, it's just funny. And this yeah, was fun um, though. But, this is um, a fun little look back on on these things. Agreed. Um, and I highly recommend if if you guys haven't seen it recently, go watch Batman Returns yeah, specifically. Yeah, you can avoid um, eighty nine. Just yeah. the. Yeah, avoid 89 and watch Batman Returns and just focus on Michelle Pfeiffer's performance throughout the entire yeah. movie. And you'll just be like, wow, you just be absolutely floored the way I was. Um, and that's my big takeaway from this one is that it definitely elevated, you know, the villain in terms of what they are and what they yeah. can do with Danny DeVito and with uh, uh, with Michelle Pfeiffer. They got so much depth behind them, um, especially in comparison to what we got with Joker, which it was like. Was he the one who killed his parents? Was he not? We it was just some kind of you know botch of a story there where it never really had a payoff there because like what is it? Yeah, how is and this? then also what did it matter at the end of the day? Absolutely nothing. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. Ever, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So go watch Batman Returns. It's definitely the better of the two. Um, again, Michelle Pfeiffer, you were absolutely fucking awesome in this movie um and thank you for that performance it's, it's gonna go down in history and it probably is gonna be hard to top 
her as a Catwoman yeah. um, ever in the history of of the of the Batman franchises. Yeah. And with that, folks, this is the end of the crypt. Remember, it's a scary world out there, but we are here walking through it.